Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 141 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? We're getting close to 150. What did we say that means again? Nothing. <laughs> no, it's around Halloween, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's we, right. We were thinking about doing a live stream for that one. Yeah, that's I think right. we're going to have to. I think we should do a live stream. Well, you, you, I, and the thing is, you, you definitely have to get us over to um, Teespring at that point, because we'll have to give something away. Yeah. A few things. Yeah, we're starting to move over to Teespring, and Teespring, actually, we were just kind of talking about this before the show, uh, it, it, Teespring's got some cool products that we didn't have in our other store, you know, like some uh, tumblers and some pint glasses and some, some better masks, socks, yeah. So there's some cool stuff over there, and once we once we fully get transitioned over to there, it's just it's just it takes a lot. Have you seen it's, and have you seen the, the the wraparound ones where they take the logo and kind of wrap them around oh, yeah. the whole shirt? They're yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah, there's some really cool options in there of what we, what we can do. And, and, I can, and, and bucket hats, of course. Bucket hats. <laughs> which I still don't have one, by the way, everybody. I mean, I don't Working know how on, long it takes to on. click one button and send me something, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> Didn't what, you want like a custom do? one, though, with your name on it? Wasn't that a thing? No, know? I don't want one with my name on it. That's silly. <laughs> I just want a bucket hat with Welcome Home on it. That's it, man. That's all I'm looking for. It's a button press, man. That's all it is, is a button press. Come on, Tom. I'll get it done. Uh, I'll get it done. <laughs> all I can think of is the the hat that Grunkle Stan makes Dipper. But I can see, like, Damon with, like, like the badly sewn-on <laughs> letters yeah. on yeah. it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking for a regular one, man. Nothing yeah. special. Wait, I'll, now, I'll get it to you. I'll get it to Yeah, you. We'll, we'll see. We'll be talking about this on episode 145, I'm sure. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will. I'll, all right, I'll commit to you. I will get this done today. How's that? Okay, I like that. I, 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 I like that as an option. Yeah. Give, give myself a deadline, and I'll get it done. <laughs> I, you know, I have all these sorts of deadlines. I, this is this is the funniest thing. So, like, I'm trying to just send my license over for this contract. Yeah, you know, I told you I bought a contract at Riviera for 100 yeah, points, yeah. and then the one that I'm on with my parents for 150, right, is just like a pain. Like, so I sent over my license. It's a PDF at this point, right? And they keep, they're like, no, it doesn't work. We can't read this. We can't read that. We can't read this. So finally, the lady called me again. So, you know, the second time they did it, I sent them the same file. So the lady calls me yesterday and I'm like, hey, you know, I just bought a hundred point contract not two weeks ago with the same file. Like, what is the difference? I don't get it. And I just, I I can't, I can't understand that. Not only that, but I can tell you, I'm also having trouble signing up for um, my monthly dues. I can't get it to stick. Like, I guess I'm going to have to call up. Like, my other two contracts have them on there. And all I do is I hit the button that says, you know, like, add this contract with this bank account, and it just keeps failing out. It's so annoying. So I guess I'm going to have to call and get that square. I think you can, I think you have to do it in the beginning of the year or else you can't do it. Because I had an issue with that. Oh, is that what it is, maybe? I think so, There's yeah. A time window on it? I think so, because but I... Even I, on a new contract, you think? Yeah, you know what though? It shouldn't apply to a new contract, right? No, I'm not trying to pay like eight hundred dollars yeah. right now, man. I mean, I will if I have to, but that just seems rather annoying. I thought it. You may be right, but I don't think so because I think last time I did it, I did it in the middle of the year, 
but who knows? I well, I know I had the I had the issue where I think I told you guys where I thought I was enrolled in the automatic deduction for the one contract because my other ones were right. And but I no, you have I to set them it. up separately. Yeah. You do you have to set them up separately? And mm. I guess I forgot that right. And but by the time <laughs> I went to I found that out, like they were like, oh, you can't sign up for monthly payments now. You got to pay the whole thing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I have to actually. I'll make that call next week and I'll report back in on on what that situation is. But maybe you're right for the first year. Um, I don't see yeah. why, but I, I will definitely report back in. I, I also do have another um, hat-related thing to to kind of talk about. Uh, you know, while I make fun of the grandpa hats, I'm going to tell you that as an option for tennis, now that I've started playing tennis with my daughter, you really can't go with the the flat-brimmed, you know, snapbacks to no, play it tennis. It doesn't do it. Yeah, it doesn't do it. It just doesn't right. do it. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, now I think that, you know, I may not wear them in the park, but for wearing them at tennis, you know, that's, that's super interesting. But I, th- there is still the biggest piece of information at all. Did you guys read Alexis's post? I didn't. About oh my goodness the gracious. Camping? Yeah. Oh, about so, meeting yeah. someone camping? Yeah. I, yeah. Need, I thought she was joking. I thought there was no, a joke there I was missing. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I think that's what's crazy. So for people that don't know, and actually, I'd love for Alexis to give us a little bit more information. I wasn't going to necessarily pry, but I guess she was wearing the Haunted River Country shirt um, somewhere. Again, I, I know where she lives, right? Because friend of a friend and all that. Um, in Pennsylvania is my guess that's where she was camping. And somebody recognized the Haunted River Country shirt. So we had a listener of the show that kind of was Mini like... Mini meetup? <laughs> I, I mean, that's kind of cool, though. I think that's one of the it coolest is. things that's you know, kind of shown us where our numbers are trending and, and what's going on. I think that's super duper cool. But if Alexis has more info, I'm, I'm sure the story is probably not as exciting that, you know, the three of us think it is, but it's still <laughs> exciting for the three of us, right? So we'd love to hear if there was any other information. Like maybe that person was just like, oh, hey, yeah, I listened to that too. And she's like, oh yeah, me too. Cool. And right. And that was it. But <laughs> I don't know. That's still really neat for me. Like, that's really cool. No, I, I find that stuff very cool too. I mean, I, 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 like I said, I thought she was joking. I, I didn't think she was being serious. Uh, cause the first comment was from somebody else saying, and it wasn't me. And I, I and I was like, am I missing a but joke? That's her, somewhere? that's one of her very good yeah. friends. So that's yes, why see, I, I didn't saw. know that. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So super cool though. Super cool. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, the new Teespring store actually has hats. Now the question is, do we want to let people buy hats if they want to? Although no, it's absolutely not. not. But it's not the embroidered hats, though. So it's, it's no, no, no. They, 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 hats. Yeah, no, they are. They are the embroidered hats. There's an extra fee to set them up, by the way, oh, for really? baseball I didn't hats. Know that. I have to look at that. See, yeah. see again. Like I've already been invested in this already, right? So I, I know this, but and you know, I don't think so. I'm sorry to say, everybody, we can't do it, man. We can't do it. Hats are still too special. Yeah, they are. Yeah, well, but well, we can get our hats, hats through there, though. I, mm-hmm. That's that's what I was thinking actually. Yeah, if if that's the case, we can well, get the next batch through there, and then and we you can just can send do, them from the store. Yeah, yeah, that would actually be kind of cool, right? Yeah, you can I do a sample to... order and then just yeah. send them to whoever you want. Absolutely, exactly. Yeah, so I, I know we're Maybe talking about sh- work on that today too. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying if my if my bucket hat was embroidered instead of printed. I mean, I'd be a lot happier. That's just me, though. I, mean, what am I? I didn't see an option for embroidering the bucket hat. I didn't it is either, a new actually. item, so it yeah. is a new item. So I, you know, but yeah. So I mean, we're excited to move everything over there because uh, you know those of you that did get Haunted River Country shirts, I think they came up pretty nice and they're good they quality. Did. So yeah, even though we had that one mistake uh, <laughs> where Portanya <laughs> got the wrong shirt, uh, you know, outside of that, I think everybody mostly had a decent experience. So. <laughs> But they did fix it. They did. She got her right shirt. So it just took a little while. Um, so anyway. Right. 
Yeah, I was going to say, we're, we're coming about 10 minutes into this, and we haven't even, like, hit topic three yet on, <laughs> on the, the the rundown, so... Eh, you know. We yeah. just like to start off with uh, general banter, right? Just random <laughs> stuff, yeah. General banter. Uh, I, I will say, wait, wait, so... Wait, before we even get there, we still have to call out our um, very good review that has not actually posted yet, oh but that God. was in, like, a... A poetry, a poem. A poem. Can, I, yeah. can I read that? Can I attempt can. to read that? Please read it. Yeah, although, oh I, you goodness. know, I'm not yeah. going to lie. I don't like my, your Both of your parts were positive. I feel like mine was a negative. Like <laughs> I don't think it was a negative. It was just a, eh. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It, it, it rhymed, too. That's, that's yeah. the yeah, thing. And, 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 and Tom, it's okay. My, my son is like, hey, you know all the reviews up there that are bad are all about you. I said, no, there's still one of Tom, though. And he's like, <laughs> you're right. He goes, but all of them besides that one are about you. I was like, that's absolutely correct. <laughs> but see, did you tell him that you wear that as a badge of honor? That's not like a... Oh, he knows. He yeah. knows. <laughs> I'm sure he, he knows. knows the deal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, you want to read it, uh, Trevor? So, Do you have it up? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Christy posted this, and, and yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to do this justice or not, but we'll we'll try anyway. So so she she wrote a five star ditty for us, is what it's called. Um, I finally made it through each episode to date. It's time for my review. Your podcast, I will rate five stars for Tom, so he won't have a fit. Kudos to Damon; he makes the show legit. Trevor's voice is soothing, Canadian through and through. You guys keep improving. No other podcast will do. I love to hear the news. Even when you bicker, you each have your own views. That makes the podcast slicker. Keep up the good work. It's such an awesome show. In the group, I will lurk. So I'll be in the know. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so good. Except for the part about me throwing a fit. I don't think I throw a fit, but it rhymes. It rhymes. All right. <laughs> well, and and, it, and it's also a, a standing joke. So I mean, it's yeah. okay. Of course, I'm okay with it. I, I really wasn't offended by it. I just was. I was. I appreciated the lengths that she went to to try to get a review posted because she Absolutely. really tried hard, and then to write that and put that much effort into it like i swear to you guys like we have the best fans it's just like mm-hmm. it's weird to me we have any fans but the people that do listen to the show and are, are listen and are longtime listeners even just recent listeners that are like really dedicated to the show we just like appreciate it so much more than you guys know like we just talk about it outside of this show like and we're just kind of in awe of a lot of you guys for your support it's crazy to us you know so it, it has been since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, it just feels even more so lately. So and that actually leads us really into our into a shout out to our patrons. Uh, really quick, um, we got some new patrons to our Patreon. Uh, so we got Michael, we got Corinne, we got Liz, we got Mike, Gina, Mary, and Dan. So a different Dan, new Dan. So thank you, thank you guys for uh, joining uh, on Patreon. We're having a real fun time with it, uh, especially inside the Discord and and uh, you know some of the fun things that we're doing with this. And uh, you know, like for example, people got the rundown for today's show. They got it yesterday at like noon or like one o'clock or so. So they got to see what we were going to talk about well ahead of time. So you know, one of those fun things. So anyway, we just want to recognize them and you know, listen. Everybody, we appreciate everybody that listens to the show, not just the patrons, but uh, we do appreciate those that provide that support as well. So, yeah, it means we I can just, do I, fun stuff that, you know, yeah. stay tuned for that. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like, you know, I think that there should be like a, a star rating for the order that Tom puts things in. What do you mean? I don't know. I just don't necessarily love your order. You always try to put all the good stuff at the end because you know that I'm going to leave and then you want to talk about it. how the heck does Club Cool get that far down on this list? <laughs> 
Man, that should be like the first item after see, DVC news. See, you t- you say this, but I do these things on purpose. <laughs> like I, you know, you gotta have you gotta have something to keep people wanting to listen throughout the show, right? Like you know, uh, yes. <laughs> but your DVC news is terrible. It's terrible. I mean, we don't have to read that one. I just thought I th- I thought we were we were uh, we all like games here, and I thought that was kind of a fun idea. Anyway, that's DVC news. Yeah, it's because- D- it's a, it's DVC specific. Yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> There's not a lot of DVC news most yeah. of the time, okay? So, I mean, and, that, that's like the least interesting. Thing. You know, I just thought <laughs> both of you guys were into board games. I thought that. Well, I mean, but this isn't a so. board game, though. Uh, Operation, Operation is barely a board game, yeah. I mean, it's a skill based carnival game, is what I'll give you. And and it more is like is like how can you stop somebody else from bumping your arm while you're playing? Like it kind of turns into a little bit of a brawl in our house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we don't have to talk about DVC operation. That's well, fine. we've already I, talked about it at this point. There, yeah. There you go. That, yeah. See, so it was so disinteresting that you guys already talked about it. So, <laughs> um. Anyway, no, I I just thought it was interesting. I I like the idea of all the different logos of all the different resorts. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it was kind of fun that they just made it their own DVC edition of Operation. It's weird. It's a pretty bad attempt, though. Like, dude, look at it. (laughs) It, it, It's, yeah. It's terrible, man. Like, it's fine. How do you even know what this is? So forget about it. So take out the cards for a second. But, like, dude, it's it's a penguin <laughs> it's a paintbrush like <laughs> the monorail i'll give you but like a conch shell a rose a, no, they all stop, make sense man. to me no they make sense to me they make sense in you know again but if i hand this to a non-disney person it doesn't make sense well that's why it's dvc exclusive right so yeah, whatever this is a, this is a pretty bad attempt <laughs> i mean couldn't even use the logos of the like they're yeah, not the even logos would yeah be the, cooler. hibiscus the, what's hibiscus which one is that like what's that supposed to be like uh, that would be alani oh yeah there you go yeah because the tiki idol is uh polynesian which the thing is is these little pieces that they have in here you know they have a label below them because if yeah. you if you didn't you have no idea label. what they were. Yeah, like like there's no texture to them or anything. It's it's well, yeah. like you have flying fish, pail and shovel. What are they? And conch shell. Pail and shovel. I guess pail and shovel. Beach club. Okay. Or maybe Hilton Head. It, see mm-hmm. again, you, you proved my point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you proved like, my I, point, my friend. I, I don't know these logos well enough outside of like you know two or three of them. I know the the well, that, race horses, the logos, Saratoga. right? The yeah, logos would be logos. fine if they were right. the logos. Well, that would be cool. Well, yeah, but the or I guess these are pieces from like like you know the the racehorse is very prevalent in Saratoga Springs, yeah, right? Well, yeah, yes. So, but a- again, if you don't have the eyeglasses that say Disney Vacation Club on them, like to me, this is terrible. Yeah. And they're in shells. They're not even like I don't the, know the one that says Rose. Yeah, what the heck is that? Grand Floridian, maybe because it has no, the no like rose? like it. It's literally like a square. Oh yeah, it like, doesn't. Look it, it's a rose in a in a case, maybe because again, right? You go into the whole bell and like that sort of thing. Like it's got to be. It's got to be a rose. Hey, but in a penguin case. would be Grand Floridian, though, right? Because they that's, they've got the penguin statue inside the DVC resort. Uh, <laughs> okay, now we're talking about this. See, <laughs> see what happened. See what happened. You guys we're talking thought it was about a dumb its stupidity, topic. though. Yeah, we talked about it for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm, I'm trying to take some of those Operation Disney Vacation Club dollars and spend them at the the park here. That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, some of these fake dollars right here. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't. Operation doesn't come with fake money though. Like, what is, is it? Just like a variation or something? <laughs> no, no, no. You get paid no. when you take something out. Yeah, really? that, I don't, that's, yeah. How, that's how that's how game to work. works, dude. Oh, yeah. I never played it that way. We just always would take stuff out, you know. Like that's was never like no because each money thing. Involved. Well, yes, there is because each thing is harder than the other. So certain things were worth X amount of dollars, but then other things were worth more. Like I'm just saying, there's when a we risk were a kid, reward to it. We probably lost the money at some point, and so when I was a kid, we probably just tried to take the bones out. So like, I haven't played Operations since I was like five. You know, like I don't know the last yeah, time I, I played so. this. All right, all right. Listener questions. We got to get off of this now. Yeah, let's. Okay, <laughs> closing this. I feel like all the listener questions are genie plus. <laughs> but okay, well okay. then you know this should be quick. All right. So Dan says, do any of you plan on using the Disney Genie app, not the paid parts, just the plain Genie Planner portion? I mean, why yeah. wouldn't you? It's right yeah. there. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, I use tour- the Touring Plans app all the time, and it, and it seems like this is going to be an official Disney version of it. So yeah, why wouldn't I? And I mean, the thing is, is you know, you can look at it and then go, I'm not doing that. I, and- yeah, we'll fi- <laughs> we'll figure out what that data means at some point, right? Like, I think that the first few times or until there's like somebody writing it up, that data is going to be, you know, extraneous in terms of what does it mean. But once we figure out what it means, yeah, definitely. I think that would be good. Yeah. Yeah, why why not use the tools that are available, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, you know, the whole thing, people getting annoyed about, you know, having to use Genie Plus, the, the, or not Genie Plus, but the, just the Genie app. The thing is, is that it really does level the playing field for everybody. Like, you know, if you all have access to the data, why would you not use it? And then, yeah, yeah you know, further to that, you know, people talking about, you know, touring plans or, you know, it taking over touring plans. But yeah, you know, if we'll have you gotta to pay see for touring plans, touring plans is free. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to see how that actually plays out. Like it's uh, I, it may not be good and it may end up getting ignored anyway. Right. So. Well, it's going to be interesting because Adam's question, who's piggybacking on this, you know, said, do you guys think that Genie will push a blanket forecasted wait time to everyone like the app does now with the current wait time will be staggered for users? So it gives a good example. Mm -hmm. So Tom gets the mansion a 15 minute wait at 10, Trevor 15 minute wait at 1030 and Damon 15 minute wait at 10 at 11 a.m. or just tell everyone 10 a.m. You know, it would be great if it did that, man, but that's a like. I don't think people realize what sort of computations have to go into that. I mean, totally doable, but I don't think as, mm, I don't think so. I mean, I think it would be good, but I just think that's a lot of weird data to be pushed around, especially right from the get-go. I, I think it's going to be one of those things where maybe as it learns, but I, I don't think from from jump. I mean, that would be great though. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's what it will do. That would be good. But I don't know how it would manage all of that in terms of people that are not using Genie or just going places because, like, it would be tough for it to figure that out. Yeah, I, I couldn't see it doing, yeah, you know, individual calculations. But yeah, you know, it's you know, kind of like how it is now. You'll you'll get the blanket push, and and if you think about it, you know, people will just naturally kind of drive that because you know, you know, to the you know, this example is you know, I may be looking at the app at. 10 a.m. and Tom and Damon aren't, you know, so I'm going to see, oh, 15 minutes. But then, you know, by the time, you know, let's say Damon looks at it at, you know, 1030, you know, Haunted Mansion may be up to 25 minutes. So it, so it's going to change the data anyway. Like it's going to, yeah. it may not, you know, 
you, you know, it's not going to, it's not going to look or it's not going to be individually tailored, but I get the feeling that, you know, as people are looking at the app and as it refreshes, you know, it will, it will do some calculations probably on the client side, you know, based on waiting, uh, you know, tra- attraction wait times and all that. But yeah. And I mean, it, it's going to track where you are as well, isn't it? Yeah. In theory. So I well, think it should be able to make some good guesses on that. Well, yeah. and the way it's it's been described, like in, in the announcements they've done, has been that it's going to personalize it to what your family wants to do, you know, that kind of thing. So I do think that it's going to be a situation where you have all the information available to you all at once, but they're probably going to promote like one option to you. You know what I mean? Where it's going to be like, hey, you guys like Haunted Mansion, you should go to Haunted Mansion now, but it might not promote that same option to everybody at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, Maybe. so I... So I can see it being like that where all the information is available, but it tries to get you to go to a certain place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that'll be client side, right? Like that won't be the server, you know, analyzing data. It's it's the client taking the data and then manipulating it based on, yeah, your selections. Yeah. So, I mean, like if it's really like learning like my family's preferences, right? Maybe it knows that I really love Big Thunder or maybe it's going to ask us beforehand, maybe before we get there. You know, there's there's a thing yeah, you the, do that says my family likes thrill rides, my family likes scary rides. You know, like and then make suggestions based on that. Wait, so scary rides and thrill rides, so then nothing, right? You just go home and you go somewhere else. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, just making sure. So so it's working, but yeah. Um, no, the uh, what I saw was yeah. In the video, you you can go into the options and you can you can there's tick boxes for the different attractions and whatnot, and it will. So yeah, you can set all. Yeah, that let me rate, let me rate what I want to rate, like what I like the best. Yeah, and then so, those will, you know, maybe it'll promote it to people differently based on. Maybe it will try to spread it out. I don't know. Well, I tend to and, think they're going to try to, but yeah, I mean, and that would be something that they could do because it's not real time calculations. It's a little bit different, right? So I think that would be something that would be doable. See, I'm just going to tick off haunted mansion, nothing else, and see what it does. It just keeps <laughs> like. You know, every it. every thirty minutes is like, hey, you can get back on Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> See how that works. It'll, it's going to eventually go like, hey, maybe you want to ride something besides Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Here's no, the wait time Mansion. for Big Thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I think there's a lot to be seen still with this, right? But I, you know, I tend to think they are trying to industrial engineer this, you know, and and try to really make everything as efficient as possible and try to move people to different places. So that that is the downside, right? Because with touring plans is you're just getting raw raw data. You know that Disney's going to manipulate this in some way, shape or form, I'm assuming, to to make people go where they want them to go. It's going to be like ways and they're going to be like, hey, you're next to this and it's lunchtime. Maybe you should go get some food. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what it's going to be, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I really believe that, but I I don't think that's a bad thing. And Damon, we were saying this I think after you left, like if if even if they're manipulating the data, as if I'm waiting 15 minutes for Haunted Mansion, I don't really care if they manipulated me into going to Haunted Mansion. I care that I waited 15 minutes. You know what I, I mean? Like, I would agree with that. But what if it's going to be microphone open and it's just going to be like you know they said they wanted to go to Haunted Mansion, but you know. <laughs> I'm hearing big thunder really in their discussions here, so we're going to send them over that way. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. If your family's <laughs> overly sarcastic, that could really work against them. <laughs> yeah, we've directed you out of the park to the monorail. Thank you very much for your time here at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> 
Have a magical day. Um, exactly. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's see. So I think that this is something that's super interesting. I don't know if yes. I have an answer for this, but Chrissy said, if you were Disney, what if any extra benefit would you give to people staying on site? Or do you feel that the 30 minutes before the park opens, isn't it at night too, though? And 7 a.m. Genie and yeah. plus. Yeah, they have that night for deluxe, deluxe resort uh, folks. As well as the. Ed, as well as DVC though, right? Well, yeah. So any well, because all the all the DVC resorts are deluxe. So yeah, anybody yeah. saying yeah, DVC or deluxe gets the nighttime hours. But I, I it's interesting. Wait, is I, it thirty minutes before the park only DVC? No, no thirty that's minutes also before deluxe. the park opens, all resort guests can go thirty more minutes before the park opens every day. All parks. so how is that really an extra benefit to us? Oh, she, she's saying to staying on site. Okay, okay, Just, not DVC. Yeah. Okay, my fault, my fault. So a lot of people I've seen in the group saying that Disney has basically taken away all of the perks to staying on site because you know you used to get the sixty days out for the fast passes. That's gone. Um, but that's just gone in general, right? Like, so that's not even like, that's just an extra benefit gone. So some people are like, well, why would I stay on site now? Because you don't get the extra benefits. So I think what Chrissy's saying is, is the 30 minute early opening and the 7 a.m. Genie plus res- reservation sufficient? And the buses. And the buses. And like, the buses. the buses are a big deal for me. Like, when I look at this question, I don't care about anything else except the buses. Like, just thinking about staying at the Wyndham, it was great. There's no doubt about that. But, yeah, I don't really want to drive to the park. Nobody wants Trans- to drive to the park, man. Transportation in general, right? Some people like driving to the park. I have no desire to do that. <laughs> not, not, not if I'm in Florida. Like if I lived in Florida and I wasn't staying anywhere there, then sure. But if I'm staying in Florida, that's a vacation for me. Nah, I'm not trying to drive. So that, that's the big deal for me. It's a, it's, it's sufficient enough for me, honestly. I mean, I don't know what else you need to give people. See, like, yeah. I don't feel like I need extra perks. Like, I think there's just a different feeling to staying on site. Like, it's just you're you're inside yeah. the bubble, being the in that themed area. It just feels different, I think. Now, given I haven't stayed off site, so I don't know what that feels like. I've always only ever stayed on site. So, I mean, I've stayed off site in terms of you know just this last time at the Wyndham. I've also stayed at uh, Gaylord Palms, which I love, by the way. Um, and then we had a drive to everywhere we wanted to go, right? It wasn't just Disney per se, but when we decided, you know, we wanted to go to SeaWorld, right? We had to go and park and man, that's just a pain. It really is. The, the only benefit if it's at a smaller park is that you could go to the car and like grab drinks, right? <laughs> like save yourself yeah. 40 bucks. Yeah. But outside of that, nah, I'm, I'm rolling with these buses as, as my favorite park here. Can I say underrated perk is the uh, is sending sending uh, things that you buy from the parks back to your hotel underrated perk? Yeah, when it comes back. I mean, I've never had. Oh yeah, like when it comes a back. Day later. Yeah. Well, no, he's saying I think they're not doing it right now. They're not right? doing, doing it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, the thing okay. is, we don't know if it's coming back. Yeah, that was we, a good we, perk though. That was like one of my favorites, man. I used to love that because you don't have to carry your stuff around with you. You just send it. Yeah, back. I'm not. I'm not trustworthy enough. I'm now. Nah, I'm carrying it with me, man. Sorry. You're worried that they're gonna like break it or something, or like just well, not just break it. It's, it's it's gonna the wrong thing is gonna show. Who knows? I, I just never had that as a. I'm always like, yeah, I'll just get it on the way out of the park. Thanks. We actually uh, we had a mug break on our last trip, so we we bought a mug and had it sent back, and it got broken in transportation. Um, but you know they were. We just went back to the uh, to the merchantile in the Polynesian. And they got us a new one. 
Like they actually, yeah, but effort though, right? Still effort, <laughs> but still effort involved, <laughs> right? But but I guess the thing was is it was like because it was in the middle of the trip and because it was, you know, we we just went back. It was like, hey, this arrived, you know, showed on the broken thing. They're like, okay, yeah, you know, we'll we'll get you a new one. We kept the slip, and then you know we went about our day. Came back a day yeah. later, and then it was like, oh, here's a new mug. Okay, done, right? Like it wasn't. I, I guess there was no more mugs though. Well, I mean, you know, that that's that would be amazing because, you know, I've never seen like But but, but you see what I'm saying? Sold out. What, but <laughs> yeah. but what if it was like what if it was something like an extra large shirt and they just didn't have any more left? See, like that's what I worry yeah. about, man. Like if I want something, I I'll I'll, I'll knuckle up and, and carry the bag on the way cuz I'm taking the bus anyway. Yeah. I just yeah. I just like the idea I I like having no more responsibilities at the park than I need to have. You know what I mean? I would like, agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there is definitely something to be said for having the option. Like, and especially, you know, if your kid or for us, when, when our son was younger, you know, he would like, he would want like a really big plushie or something like that. And, and yeah, you know, when you're walking around the park, you're like, eh, I don't really want to carry this big thing around. So yeah. yeah, having that option to get it delivered back to the resort is definitely a, you know that that is a good perk and hopefully that one does come back um you know anything else as far as perks go i i feel like it's just icing on the cake because yeah you know to your point damon about buses and just transportation in general like unless unless they move the poly where you know i can't walk immediately from the ttc back to my room before people get to their their cars like you can't take that away from me so <laughs> So yeah, I I don't feel like there's really anything they could do at this point that would make me feel like that I need extra perks. Yeah, I mean like listen, I I know you can stay cheaper outside of the park, sure. But I just don't feel like you can beat the convenience of it, right? You can yeah. beat the convenience of the transportation, the convenience of the proximity. Like there's just it, it there and there's just something different about staying in the resorts. There's something it's more Disney-fied. It's more dare i say magical yeah. <laughs> you know unless like disney suddenly like stopped doing the the resort transportation which i i can't even no. fathom how they could rationalize that as a good idea like they don't even have enough parking spots for at the parks for that i feel like yeah <laughs> like you know what i mean those i mean the magic kingdom they already had to build a new parking lot recently can you imagine if they made all the resort guests to also drive like that would be a nightmare I, I just don't think they even want that. I, I think that the, that's part of the Disney vacation of this, is that bus transportation. They have to have that. And then the other, you know, the Skyliner, the monorail, all that stuff. So, Right. All right. So let's answer Blake's question. Do you think Disney will provide Genie Plus as a perk for DVC Direct members? As someone who's considering a first purchase, that would absolutely tip the scales for me on Direct versus Resale. I think there's no chance of this. No obviously. chance. But Blake is, is definitely looking for something. Dude, if you're looking for something to, to make, like, I keep on hearing different things. Like, well, what if they did this? What if they did that? Dude, just buy DVC. I think you're there, man. I think you're. Yeah. I think you're there. Okay. You're just yeah. you're so, worried. Yeah. Don't so, be worried. So man. so let me let me give some perspective on this uh, and. So Blake, you know, if you're, I, I know you're going to be listening to this. When we were looking at DVC, um, we were thinking, or at the time we were spending about $300 a night on a room. And that, at that point we were far enough in that we were like, Hey, you know, we're going pretty regularly. It makes sense for us to, you know, instead of paying this money, you know, yeah, it's a big upfront cost, but you know, we, we did the math on it where, you know, you know, if you're planning to go to Disney over about four or five years, it kind of, you know, goes down to no cost or, or not like it, 
over those five years, you know, you'll end up spending less money than you would just Savings. paying out of pocket. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, so here's here's something interesting that I didn't factor in was how fast the price of hotels can scale up. So, so you know, we were used to paying $300 a night. And even for the Polynesian back then, it was back, you know, like $300, $350 a night for a hotel room. I looked recently at staying like the, the, the type of room that we stay at at DVC. If we bought that out of pocket right now, it would be $1,200 a night. So, you know, if you're worried about getting into DVC and, but you know that you're going to be doing this long-term, it pays for itself long-term regardless of any of the perks, like keep that in mind. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think the, the big advice I've always heard and, and gotten with DVC is that you can't buy DVC for the perks, right? Cause the perks are constantly changing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you, you yeah. do not, you do not want to buy in on, on just whatever the perks are being offered at the time. And, and that's not to say, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they do something with Genie Plus, kind of like how they did the platinum pass a couple yeah. of years ago where you could get the platinum pass for the price of the gold pass. I wouldn't be surprised if they gave us, you know, a temporary discount on it or some kind of promo on it, but it's not going to just be a perk of DVC. Don't, I would never assume that. I, I wouldn't assume that either. I mean, listen, it would be great and it would be a game changer, right? Like if DVC came out and said, okay, direct members, blue card members get this as a perk, like that's a game changer. Like that's, that really changes the math on buying resale, right? But but I just don't see them doing it. I mean, they could, they might do it, but I, I, I just doubt it. I just don't, don't see it as, as happening. So, but I agree with you, Trevor, they could do. And I, I think we said this on the last show or two shows ago when we talked about them rolling out genie plus that, you know, this could be the new free dining, you know what I mean? Or it, or at least in addition to free dining, where it, some of the packages that they do, they could say, Hey, you get genie plus for free for your entire trip. You know, or something like that, right? Because at the end of the day, Genie Plus for them is is actually just a it's just pure profit, right? Like it doesn't yeah. really cost them anything to offer this. Whereas the meal plan even costs them something. You know, that's that costs them something to offer because you're getting food for it. This is just it's pure margin, right? <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. Technically, no, because there is an infrastructure that app. needs to be managed. Sure. So there's that, but yeah, it's it's far less than than the yeah. dining plan. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's exactly. So, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if they give it away for free in some ways, but I just don't see them doing it as a DVC perk. But who knows? Because I also don't know that if how that would work. Like, I don't know if DVC would have to pay Disney technically to make that free or how that works. Like, if they can just do that. You know what I mean? Because there's some weird stuff that happens there. I, I feel it would have to be a negotiation. It's probably the same reason why, you know, Disney or DVC never got the dining plan as a promo. Like, yeah. I yeah. I feel like the dining plan was something that would have been way too expensive for, for DVC to justify. Yeah. But, you know, Disney Plus or, or Genie Plus, rather, might be in that realm, you know, you know, the yeah. same as, you know, discounts on park tickets and stuff like that. I could see that happening in the future. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do our ad. Actually, we're talking about resale. Yeah. We'll do our ad for DVC resale. And then after that, we'll talk about club cool. Since Damon has to leave us and wants to talk about club cool, we will go to club cool. How's that sound? <laughs> totally fair. All right. Even though, even though I put it way further down to the list here, 
Yeah, man. But it's yeah, it's our lips. We're allowed to do it cool. how we want. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. Uh, DVC resale market. A world of DVC company is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2020, DVC Resale Market helped over 3,600 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 382-7767. When you speak to them, please make sure you let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. Okay. So, Club, Club cool. cool. Club McCool. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I saw the picture that, that you had, right? Like, and, and it looks really cool, but it That's also cool. looks too fancy now. Like, <laughs> I don't think that we are going to, I don't think it's going to be free. Like, I have this feeling there's going to be no samples. I just, I don't know, man. I have this no sample feeling. I see. Okay. So let's, let's, so the, at least yeah. not right away. But, well, yeah. I don't see. I think it's going to be free, and and the reason why I think it's going to be free is that, and I, I don't know if this has ever been confirmed or not, but there was always talk that that Disney does not actually pay Coke for, uh, for the product. Like they the the deal that they have, they literally do not. We pay don't, them. but we don't know that. That's 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 been rumor forever, and I don't know if it's true, it's just, but yeah. But like, if that's true, then why would they charge for it, right? Like, I I just feel like this well, is well, hold think- on. So not only charge, but you know, COVID, you know, right? There's there's COVID sure, going sure, on. Sure. So I don't necessarily. But I'm going to tell you, the facade is fire. This green hued glass Coca Cola bottle look, dude. That was the best. Like I would never thought of that, but that is the coolest thing for sure. It's like um, looking through the bottom of a Coke bottle, right? Yeah, it's, it's really yeah. cool. Um, it- I'm I'm happy for it to come back, but I mean, even just kind of peek, look, dude, just peeking in there. I don't know, man. I, I don't know if we're gonna necessarily get a free for all like we we used to again for a multitude of reasons, right? COVID yeah, being sure. one of them, and right because you have to you have to take down your your mask to drink. I, I don't know, maybe like maybe like Trevor said, maybe in the future, but I don't think right from jump that that's what we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see something akin to what we see in Disney Springs. To be honest with you, yeah, that could be true. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're I saying. I hope not. I mean, because, yeah. I, dude, I'm I'm about, you know, I'm not trying to, like, I guess what it really boils down to is, you know, they mentioned that Beverly will be there. I'm not trying to ever pay for Beverly. Like, there's no fun in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, well, you know, it's it's funny that everybody seemed to, mi- I noticed most of the Disney blogs missed the fact that they confirmed in this post that the Beverly's coming back. Because it was, it wasn't, you know, as everyone assumed it, but, like, they didn't actually confirm it until this post, right? So yeah, so Beverly's coming back. That's confirmed from this post. But um, I, it's interesting too. I saw somebody post in another group that the old one. They thought the old one looked better. I'm like, how could you possibly think the old one looked better than? That? I mean, this is purpose built. Like they, I mean, they put Coke cans and like re- recycled Coke bottles in the in the floors. I mean, like you said, uh, Damon, the the entrance looks like you're looking into a Coke bottle. It looks amazing. Like, how could you think the old one looked better? That blows my mind that someone thinks that. <laughs> I mean, the, the rainbow LED lights were great and all, but yeah, this <laughs> yeah. this is definitely yeah it's way cooler. It, yeah, the the old one it, it had it had a very '90s vibe to it, which yes, I I don't I feel like we're getting 
far enough away from the 90s that it's becoming retro which you know growing up oh, in the 90s, 90s is definitely retro now. yeah, yeah 90s it, is definitely retro I, I mean that makes me a little sad but at the same time you know i'm, I'm kind of glad that because it, it get at some point you'll see the opportunity for somebody to do something like that but that doesn't mean that that just because something had that aesthetic that it should come back with that aesthetic you know and yeah, yeah for, for something like this it definitely should be updated to your point damon i i feel like you know, yeah, you're not going to go and pay for a, a cup of Beverly, but I could definitely see them offering flights. And, you, you know, the difference between this and, you know, the Coke store in Disney Springs is honestly, when I'm at Disney Springs, I'm not, I'm not big enough into Coke or soda that I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to the Coke store. But when I'm in Epcot and, you know, I'm like walking by this on my way to the land or wherever um i may stop in and consider buying a flight you know just to try some of those different you know sodas that you don't get in north america so yeah 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 no i agree i mean i i did we we stopped at the coke store one time and at disney springs and uh did did a flight because they do have some different flavors there that they don't have a club cool you know they, there's some, yeah. there's some extra things and like they have a lot of different flavors there uh, so, you know, that's, that's something we did one time just to check it out. And plus it's like a rooftop bar kind of situation and it's, it's actually really cool and really nice. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess, I mean, maybe I'm just being hopeful here that it's not, they're not going to charge, but you know, I, I could also see it. And, and to your point, Damon, right now with, with, you know, the COVID type stuff and I, you know, who knows, I, I maybe there, it's going to have to be more of a controlled situation. Maybe you're not going to be filling your own cups. Maybe they'll just like pre-fill cups and hand them out. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what that's going to look like. I guess we're going to have to see, but I mean, according to this post from Imagineer Zach Ridley, I, this is opening very soon is what he said. So, um, just a bit longer as we approach the opening of club cool and our creations, uh, creation shop very soon. But man, I just thought this looked so cool. And I mean, I don't know if the original building it was in, if there was something there before that, cause it was, yeah, I, there had to have been right. So I honestly I don't even know where this is at this point. Oh no no I meant I meant the original building where it oh. was, but because I'm saying I, this I is thought that was demoed right? Yeah no it is demoed. What I'm saying is like how someone could think that the old one was better when it was it feels like oh. they just threw it in there. You know it was just an empty building they threw it in there. Whereas this is like purpose built. You know for for Club Cool. Uh, but you know this is this is where the new creation shop is. So it's right next to it. It's on the side. So okay, I'm so, pretty, I'm pretty pumped about this. So it's on the other side of, um, future world. Like, so like when you're coming from spaceship earth, it, instead of it being on the right, it's on the left. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm visualizing, I'm trying to visualize I, it. In yeah. My head. <laughs> Sorry. That, that's how my head works. So, so behind the scenes is that I, I like start from a, a landmark, like, spaceship earth and like everything is either like forward right left whatever so you see like yeah. now i feel like i have to pull up a like a, a disney map here and, and look uh, i wonder if they have these marked off yet i I'm, i haven't been on i guess technically it would be experience. south e you know southeast uh, yeah it would be southeast of spaceship earth <laughs> <laughs> if, if i'm if i'm going off of a map but yeah Oh man, ah. can I? Uh, I wish I could get to this quickly. <laughs> I think we got time. Oh I gosh. think uh, I think Damon had to 
to balance here. Did we so, lose Damon now? Yeah. yeah. No, no. I, oh, no, you're I'm, still here? I'm in the midst of uh, editing photos, so until okay. I finish these, one, two, three, four, I have about ten left. Got it. All right. Gotcha. Okay. Fair so, I, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that we get to talk about, you know, the snow on cruise ship thing. But. Well, let's go talk. Let's well, talk. well it, it's let's tough let's because do I don't know if I want to talk about snow on cruise ship or attractions announced for early theme park. You guys are going to drone on about early theme park attractions. <laughs> so well, I, I put the cruise ship one on here for you, Damon. So, I, you know, I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I mean, snow on a cruise ship, right? So, there's going to be new adventures on Aquamouse, the first Disney attraction at sea. Man, this is the only thing that makes me want to go on the Wish. I'll be honest with you. It looks really cool. But I can tell you, even though, I mean, Aqueduct, we just kind of went on it once or twice, and that was it, because there's so much else to do. Like, I I don't know. I don't know. Like, it looks really cool, but I just don't know if it's like, how much of a game changer is it really? I'm not sure. To have a full-on Disney attraction at sea? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean, it's not really a full-on Disney attraction. Let's be honest. I mean, it, it's it's not really. Um, right? The Aqueduct and even the Aquamath, they're, they're, not, they're not long. Um, you're still, like, there's a lot of water going around. I, I don't know. I don't know if I would consider it an attraction. I guess it, it should be. But, I mean, it's cool. But I yeah. don't think with the price of cruising that it is a uh, have to do it because of that. You kind of know what I mean? The problem with the wishes is that all their cruises are short. Like give me a seven day wish and then I'm down. Um, I'm sure it'll it be like cool. that eventually. Right. Is that just, just like, nah, that I don't now? think so. No? Okay. I don't necessarily think so, but I mean, at least not for a long time. It, it is cool though. The aqueduct was just like, Oh, okay. Right. This seems like, Ooh, this is kind of neat. But again, it's not like other rides at Disney where you're riding them once and not again. Like if you're kind of riding this a few times, like, ah, okay, it was cool the first time, but I think a really neat idea. And I think it's going to make, you know, again, it, it's just a stepping stone to what we're going to see going forward in terms of entertainment and rides on cruises. Yeah. And I, I guess the, the question I have about this is like, do you get to choose? Like, cause it's the same ride, right? It's just different, two different shorts that's going to play on the ride, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so do you get to choose? Like, or does it play randomly? Like, or certain days it's playing one and certain days it's playing the other? Like, cause, you know, if you want to go see both, like, how do you make sure that you get to see both? You know what I mean? Like, I, I uh, dude, like well, again, if you're like right, if you're right, not. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's right. only two, right? You have a 50 50 shot, right? But well, yeah. well, not only that, but like when you're riding that, it's not, again, you're on a cruise ship, right? There's not ugh, millions of people there. Like you're going to ride it a few times. Like it's not like you're riding it once and then waiting in line for two hours. So it's not that big of a deal, I don't think. Okay. Gotcha. So it's not like a crazy line. Like you can do it a bunch of times. Like in a- yeah. On a cruise, absolutely. You'll, you'll do it enough times that if there's a randomness to us, you, you'll, again, you, you'll be able to see them both, I'm sure. I, I I do like some of the uh, details about this too, like uh, that there's there's like uh, hidden there's like Easter eggs and all of these too, like uh, Chip and Dale is hiding in each show somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, which they mentioned, which is kind of fun. But I mean, like I don't know how much you can pay attention while you're on this ride and really like pay attention for those Easter well, eggs. Well, like, I mean, I think that's why you're riding it more than once, right? I think you yeah. will be able to, yeah. you know, ride two or three. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. See, look at that. We got that in before. Yeah, but I want to get the attractions in, though. 
Oh, you want to talk about this? Really? I thought you were going to find this one boring. <laughs> well, I, I want to hear you guys. I mean, I want to get in my, my points before you guys start to drone on. That's usually what I like to do with these things. <laughs> All right. So attractions announced for early theme park entry. So this is the 30-minute entry early for every single park, uh, you know, and every day for hotel guests. Um, so I'll just quickly run down through all these. So Magic Kingdom, Small World, Astro Arbiter, Buzz Lightyear, Dumbo, Mad Tea Party, Philharmagic, Peter Pan, uh, Regal Car- the Regal Carousel, the uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Space Mountain, Barnstormer, Winnie the Pooh, Tomorrowland Speedway, People Mover, uh, Little Mermaid, and Carousel of Progress. Then Epcot is Beauty and the Beast Sing Along, Frozen Ever After, Mission Space, Soaring Around the World, Spaceship Earth, Test Track, and The Seas. Uh, and then Hollywood Studios, Alien Swirling Saucers, Runaway Railway, Smuggler's Run, Roll- Rock and Roller Coaster, Slinky Dog, uh, Star Tours, Tower of Terrors, Toy Story Mania. And then Animal Kingdom is Flight of Passage, Dinosaur, uh, Expedition Everest, Tough to Be a Bug, Navi River Journey, and Triceratops Spin. I don't even, I'm looking, I'm reading this list and I'm thinking, what's missing? You know? It, I mean, it, it's shows and, or well, I guess in Animal Kingdom, the obvious one's Kilimanjaro. But. Oh yeah, yeah, that one is missing. Okay, yeah. All right. So, what's your take on this, Damon? Because we know, yeah, which, yeah, Damon, time. you wanted to make a take yeah. on this. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's more of like, what rides am I interested in, right? So, I, are people gonna? I just don't know how people are gonna. There is like a lot of rides. Like, why is everyone not going to Mine Train? Like, why would you not? Like, will. Wh- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like, what? Well, what's the point of having Mine Train? Like, I, I think that. Mine Train and Space Mountain? I don't know, man. I just don't think they should be on there. Like, that's crazy for me to say, but they, 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 I just don't know if they should. Well, especially when I, I'm just noticing Magic Kingdom, Big Thunder and Splash Mountain are two that I'm noticing are missing there. I'm just, I'm surprised we're, we're getting Space Mountain and Mine Train. But I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that's good. But I just think that if, right, early entry is what, 30 minutes? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you have younger kids and you're not going to ride them, that could be the best announcement ever because <laughs> no one's going anywhere besides those two, I feel like, right? Like, you're going to have a fair amount of, uh I don't know, I think the lines will be pretty long at those and then they'll be short at the other one. So, I mean, I guess that's good. I mean, I look at Epcot, why is everyone not going to Test Track or Soren, right? Like, yeah, that's, you are. Or Frozen, I guess. I guess for, Epcot's a little bit better because, again, everything kind of sits around. Like, yeah, you got the Seas and Spaceship Earth, but at least there's three out of those to kind of split everything up a little bit. Hollywood Studios, God, this is the one that I would have a t- tough time. Like, whew, what am I going on here? Like, I just don't think Runaway Railway should be on there, but... I mean, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then... The hu- it's a high capacity ride, though. They move a lot of people through that. But yeah, thirty minutes, man. That's it. Thirty minutes. It's not that's a lot it. of time. Yeah, it's not a lot of time. So that's I, enough to get ahead of the crowd, though. Yeah, it, it definitely is enough to get ahead of the crowd. I just, like I said, I think that that one's at least broken up a little bit more because you got that Millennium Falcon, Stinky Dog Dash. There's more there. I think that Animal Kingdom. You know, you got Everest, Navi, Stupid Flight of Passage, and Dinosaur. That's fine too. I think Magic Kingdom is the tough one. Because I just, I mean, who the heck would get onto Philharmonic, right? Who yeah, you didn't, you didn't, there's no reason to do that. <laughs> why would you, and the other thing is, why would you Small World either, honestly? Oh, there's um, no Small World there. 
No, there is, so, but why would you go to that line though? Because right. that's you oh, can yeah, always get on one. that. You're right. Sorry, I was yeah. looking in alphabetical order. No, I mean you moment. can always get on that. Like, who would go to under the sea? Like, that's just craziness. Yeah, that's not smart. That's not. The, I mean, some people probably would, but that's the people that don't know better, right? Like, you just you know, yeah, if you, I, I don't, if you know. don't know, then you don't. I mean, know, I, I guess right? it's I guess it's not the worst because uh, I mean it will kind of you know give people the chance maybe to kind of rope drop rope drop without rope dropping right like you kind of just go to the first one that you want to go to i just think that magic kingdom is going to be a little bit more skewed because you have you know really mine train is a huge high profile ride with a super long wait time right Really, there's nothing else that hits that wait time on this list. Yeah, that most that, of the most mountain, of the time, it's most of the time. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, but not most of the time. You never really roll up to Mind Train, and I look at the other ones and I say to myself, "Okay, Test Track and Frozen, you know, and Soren, all together, you know, kind of could hit that time." And then Hollywood Studios, you know, Smuggler's Run, Runaway Wail- Railway, Slinky Dog Dash, they can all kind of hit that run as well. Like, I, I don't know. That's where it's kind of weird for me. Well, it's, you know, it's always interesting in the morning, right? When you go to like Epcot, I feel like you can see it more than most places because like when you do the rope drop at Epcot in the morning and they let everybody through, everybody either goes left or they go right or they go straight. You mm-hmm. know, so they're either going test track, they're going to Soren, or they're going to Frozen. And Absolutely. I feel like, yeah, and it's just, you can really see that happening, right? So there's decisions to be made there. But like, I feel like for Magic Kingdom, there's no decision. You got to go Seven Dwarfs, right? That's like you said, it's the longest line. You knock that out first thing in the morning. Absolutely. And again, it's not even a, you know, what you like better or what's, it's not even that. Like, it's like Tom's saying, it's based on just the, the number of the wait time. Yeah. Most of the time, that one kind of sits alone. Yeah, if, really? if you have any intent of getting on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, that's the first thing you're doing. Otherwise, Space Mountain. Like, those, that's really... I don't even know. I'm going to tell you, Winnie the Pooh might take precedent over Space Mountain, <laughs> because I've never seen a, a short Winnie the Pooh line, um, but I have seen short Space Mountain I, lines. I've seen 20-minute Winnie the Pooh. Really? I, okay. I never see anything below 45. How about space. Peter Pan, though? Have you ever seen a short Peter no. Pan ride? No, but I ignore Peter Pan. No, but Peter Pan's a classic, man. Like, if you're really into Peter Pan's I, life, then rope drop that. Yeah, okay, fair. But but again, that that's I, I've seen that one enough, and even, like, my son has no interest in it, so we just skip that one. I, I, guess, I guess what it is is probably for us, like I said, now the more we talk about it, we are seeing that there are things that do have longer lines. I still just don't think they compete with Mind Train, but yeah. maybe they do, and they're just not rides that we would go on because we've been there so often, and... Our kids are a little bit, you know, besides Tom's, we're a little bit older. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's an the interesting one, list, though. The one omission, uh, the the one omission for Magic Kingdom that confuses me is Big Thunder. Like Sp- Splash Mountain kind of makes sense because a lot of people aren't going to so, want to ride that at seven thirty in the morning and get wet when if if it's chilly yeah. out in the morning. You know, I get yeah. that. So, but Big Thunder to me doesn't make sense. No, here's the entire left side of the park is closed, Tom. That's is that what it is? They're just yeah, have the I'm, whole I'm, left I'm side look, of the park closed. I'm looking yeah. at this because there, there's no haunted mansion, there's no pirates, there's no jungle cruise. It's the entire left side of the park. Oh yeah, jungle that, that makes is missing too. I yeah. totally that makes that. a lot more sense than yeah. Trevor. Yeah, I get it then. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I said, I, I kind of mapped all this out in my head, and I was like, they're just letting you into the right side of the park here for for early access. But I'm still going mind train though, man. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the same thing. Like whenever we would do um, early access at Disneyland, they do the same thing. They would always open up Tomorrowland first. You could not get into, for some reason, it's yeah. like it's easier for them to open up the right side of the park than it is to open up the left side. I don't know what the logic is. 
or that's just what they've chosen to do. Well, but. I did. I forget what I was watching, but I, I and I didn't know this. I think it might have been behind the attraction where they mentioned that if you notice the Tomorrowland path is wider than all the other paths, and that's because people in general just tend to go right. Like, yeah. people just tend to go right. Like, it's just a thing that people tend to do. So they purposely made that walkway a lot wider, because that's kind of how people, most and people will choose to go. But I don't know. They, I, it's funny, I you left. mentioned Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I totally missed, yeah. I, I just totally missed Jungle Cruise. I didn't even think about Jungle Cruise, but you're right. And then the, the Aladdin, Aladdin's not open it's, either, right? It's the so, entire left side of the park. Everything left of the castle is not open. No Tom Sawyer Island, like, all that is closed. That's really interesting. Oh, pirates! Yeah, pirates too. Totally forgot about pirates. Yeah, you're, haunted you're mansion right. again. You know, you know, Liberty haunted Square, um, Adventureland, and um, huh. it's not called or um, Frontierland. Yeah, Man, I, I wanted to call so it Critter Country because I, I was sorry, Disneyland was in my head for a minute there. Um, it's funny. There's so much stuff at Magic Kingdom I just totally forgot about, like literally Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, and Pirates. And yeah, the, like half just, the park. I just is didn't not even open. think about those being closed. I, I just assumed they were there. <laughs> yeah, ha- half the park is not open for this. Yeah, that kind of stinks. I would. Yeah, I, I mean, Haunted Mansion, Pirates, and Jungle Cruise at least should be open. That's you know that kind of stinks. Because I mean, who's wrote? I mean, if you're going to fill her magic, Mad Tea Party, even Dumbo, like. It's a small world. Like, forget all of those. Don't do or Little Mermaid. Like, that's or Carousel of Progress too. You should be not you. You should not be using the first thirty minutes of early park entrance for those. Like, just you shouldn't be, or for the carousel either. Well, I will say this. So, okay, here's the part where we're going to join on because I, I think we've lost Damon at this part. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, he, well, listen, he had yeah. an opinion on it. When yeah, I no. put it on there, I didn't think he would. So, yeah, you're you're right. Um, but yeah, so so here's here's the thinking on this is you know if you're there multiple days and you're doing this every day, like you're not going to hit seven dwarfs mind train every day. It's going to be you know you you'll pick a day and you'll commit to. You know, we want to we want to get on Seven Dwarfs or Space Mountain. You know, you can knock that out before anything else. On subsequent days, you may still want to get in early, but your prior, you know, people will have different priorities. And to your point, yeah, you know, if, if you're getting there early just to get on Mad Tea Party, okay, I don't, yeah, no, just I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but no need to do that. There's just no need to do it, you right? Know? But but I mean, the thinking there too is so you know talking about Peter Pan's flight or Phil our magic is you know if you're you could be hanging out in that area, you know, knowing full well that you know go and do those things in the first thirty minutes. Um, so you know you get out of Phil our magic, you can go straight over to Haunted Mansion as soon as that area of the park opens up with yeah. you know at normal times so so you know there is something to be said for these attractions being open so you're not just spending the thir- first 30 minutes standing around waiting for the second rope drop so to speak yeah. right yeah um so yeah you can do something in 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 those first uh 30 minutes with the you know if you have the intent that you know hey i want to you know hit haunted mansion right away or i want to get over to pirates you can kind of you know line yourself up so that you're you're at the back of the park away from, you know, the crowd of people that's going to rush in as soon as it opens. And you could, you know, potentially get there first before anyone else does. So, so, okay. So I, here's what we should do with this, right? Let's, let's go through and say what your top three would be in all of these. Okay. Like what, what are your, what are the decisions that you would make, but what, between what three attractions would you have to make a decision? Oh, I'm playing too. I'm still. Oh, oh you're David's still here. here. Oh. <laughs> I got, I'm on my last picture right now. 
Just when we thought Damon was gone. Yeah. Okay. So I my my top three for Magic Kingdom, I go seven dwarfs. Why three? Why do you think you're going to get on three? I don't think I'm going to no, get on d- three. I'm saying des- what decision. decision would I have to make of those three? Like, okay. what three would I have to make a decision between? Sure. Okay. okay. Gotcha. So I would say, for me, I'm going seven dwarves. I'm going to say... Uh, <laughs> He's not saying Space Mountain. I am going to say Space Mountain and Peter Pan. Those are my three. Oof, this is tough, man. Like, it is, mm, yeah. I, I want to say... Uh, man, I gotta throw Winnie the Pooh in there. Like, I, wow. even though it's such a stupid ride, like the line's so long, I have to. I obviously mind train, and now I'm kind of stuck. I think, man, I think I'm gonna go Peter Pan's flight because I yep. think I can get on Space Mountain. I think I can get on Space Mountain during the day. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't disagree. Think- yeah, yeah. Space Mountain and 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 Big Thunder well, are the one of the are like those two rides will fluctuate between like forty five and sometimes. Well, you can get lucky. And, yeah. You can get yeah. lucky yeah. if the park is skewed towards younger kids for that day. But you're never going to get lucky on Winnie the Pooh or Peter Pan. I feel like Peter Pan is tough. Peter Pan, you're never. I mean, yeah, pretty much anything in Fantasyland is busy all, all day until really like end of the day. Because yeah. kids are in Fantasyland 24-7. Yeah, so I'm going to take those as my three. Okay. I'm actually kind of lining up with you on this, Damon, because... So so Space Mountain would actually be my first decision. Then Seven Dwarfs, because I'm, I'm kind of over Seven Dwarfs, honestly. Like, it's... You know, it was the new shiny thing, but... Let's talk about Seven Dwarfs real quick, Trevor. Okay. You know what the biggest problem with it is? Like, the queue is awesome. I, I want to, like, make some of those epoxy gems for my house. For, like, I when we were building this house, I was like, sure, dude, yeah. I, I would have loved a room that had, like, a pirate treasure with those big epoxy gems. But the problem with the ride is, is it's actually too short. And I think yeah. that's mm-hmm. just because of where it is. The space. And I, yeah, just this, the space. But the problem is, is that because it's so short and you wouldn't think that a difference of 30 seconds would make such a huge difference, but it does. And it just seems like a wasted effort after. Yeah. Th- and that's kind of been my thing with it is, you know, the last couple of times we've, we've ridden it. It's like, you know, it's, it's great. And then you hit the, the mine, you get the nice little show in the mine and then it's over too quick after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of over seven dwarfs so it would be second for me just because you know i i I, it's kind of a bit of that fear missing out thing for me is you know if i knew i could get on it and i didn't i i would feel you know a little jilted on that and then i would actually agree with you on peter pan just back to my statement about you know kind of lining up to go to haunted mansion right after that is i would i would pick peter pan if i had intent of getting on haunted mansion right as the park opened all right. I think Epcot, we got to do two, not three. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's either, I mean, I think for this, I go I go Frozen Ever After and I go Test Track because I think Soren, you can get a shorter wait later in the day sometimes. You, to, Soren's random because it's so high capacity. Sometimes you can get a shorter wait. Here's the problem I have, right? Because Test Track is broken so often, Yep. if I pick Test Track and it's broken... I'm going to be kind of mad because now I've just wasted <laughs> my, my yeah. 30 minutes. It is broken so often that that has to factor in for me. I think I'm going to go Frozen Ever After and then Soren, like because Test Track just scares me that it's going to be broken. <laughs> I get that. I get it. And if you go Soren, too, like we've done this so many times. If you rope drop Soren, you can usually ride it twice and not wait. Like 
pretty much you can go on ride and then come back out and go right back on again and ride it again. Like usually that's a possibility with Soren. Usually. Hmm. And I'm betting during this 30 minutes, you could probably pull that off if you wanted to. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. Test track. Yeah. It's a gamble, but I would try for test track first, but if there was any inkling that, you know, it's rainy or it might be closed, I would go straight to frozen. All right, so I think we also do two for Hollywood Studios. So I'm going to go <sighs> Mickey Minnie and Toy Story Mania. I'm going Toy Story Mania. Ooh, ah, this one, this one's super tough for me. Um, I know Star yeah. Tours, right? No, no. Star <laughs> Tours. You can get like a ten minute wait, like any time during the day. It, for, for for me, this this one, the, the Toy Story Mania, I feel like has to be on there because it's it, it is something that we enjoy doing. I'm a huge rock and roller coaster fan, though. Right, and and that line for whatever reason, the queue, it's just it's terrible. It's packed. It's pushy. Mm-hmm. It's just a There's general terrible queue. Yeah, yeah. I think I go rock and roller coaster Toy Story Mania just based on the queue of rock and roller coaster and my love of Toy Story Mania because Toy Story Mania queue is pretty good. But, yeah. you know, especially in this day and age, I'm not trying to be pushed and packed up to the front like in rock and roller coaster. So I, the earlier I can get on and out of that, better for me, you know, pre COVID, post COVID, you know, no COVID. Like I'm just not trying to get sardined on rides anymore. Just in general. So I'm going to go with that. You know, because you ever like, you know, when you're in those areas and you're just like, did those people really just walk in front of me? Did those people just really do that? Did they like the frustration factor that comes along with a queue like that is annoying? Like you don't have that in Toy Story Mania. No one's going to just be like, yeah, excuse me. I'm going to see Mr. Potato. Like, you know, like it besides like Potato Head's little area that like maybe people take pictures and there can be some discussion about who was in line and who wasn't. Rock and roller coaster queue is just a frustration factor in general. I want to knock it out quick. I don't. I've always wondered the correct etiquette on if someone stops in front of in front oh, of like one of the interactive things, can you pass them or do you wait? Ooh, potato head is a tough one. I feel like I I look over. I give them like the hmm. I wonder what's happening. Look, you kind of slowly, kind of you know, meander your way bit. over. Yeah. Yeah. And then if they go for a second or third pitcher, then it's fair game, right? Yeah. <laughs> one pitcher and you're kind of almost there. I kind of you know give them the benefit. But if they're multiple pitchers, they're pulling kids in and out, or they're now nah, then the no nah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I- I see. Like, I think the worst one of that was actually Seven Dwarfs when they had the game going on. Uh, when they had the game going on in the middle there with the gems, well, in like- Space Mountain as well, they had Space Mountain had a yeah. bunch of games, and that was uh, its own problem. But the only thing with that that was a little bit different is that there was no like opening, right? Like it was still like a single like line. Yeah, it was a little bit more, but you would see like these huge gaps. And I don't actually like. I don't understand what people like why they get mad at gaps, right? A gap isn't doing anything to you, right? A gap is not making you be later on that ride. If there's a gap and you're midway in the line and that gap is 25 feet, how does that hurt you? It doesn't do anything. They're going to move up eventually. So why do you care? But people get so bent out of shape about gaps. But the the gap in Space Mountain would get rather large because people would be playing a game that was a little bit longer. And because it's a single line, you really can't pass them and there would be this gap. And people would lose their mind. <laughs> I don't get it. I just don't get it. 
So back to Hollywood Studios. I was going to say, Trevor (laughs) didn't pick his Hollywood Studios. So so I'm going to go with uh, Mickey and Minnie um, would be my first pick. And then uh, Tower of Terror would actually be my second, just because that's that's a favorite in our house. And I would want to get that done first. Yeah, that could be a long line, too. Yeah, right, yeah, so it's it's an- usually like forty five minutes in the middle of the day. So yep, for sure. So Animal Kingdom two, I'm Nothing. going <laughs> Flight of Passage and Dinosaurs. Where I'm going? Nope, I'm sleeping in. Not even getting up. I, <laughs> I would do Flight of Passage and Expedition Everest because we've we've sense. actually done that. We we rope dropped Expedition Everest and we got on it like four times in a row, and th- and then we were just me, like it makes me sick when I ride it that much. So I would say if I put to the fire, it's Navi River Journey because that is so much better than Flight of Passage. <laughs> and then I'm gonna say I'd probably do Expedition Everest as well and, and ride it a few times. The only thing I kind of fear with that is is that just because I rode it four times in the morning doesn't mean the kids aren't gonna want to ride it again. It, th- this list shows me that there needs to be more over in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, my, mine usually gets his fill after about the fourth go. He like we don't have to go back and revisit it again. He's usually like, yeah, I've had enough. So, but I mean, that's my kid. That's a that's a line too that can be shorter during the day sometimes too, just because it, it's a real high capacity ride. So I feel like that one fluctuates too. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, so I, I think we we went through this list, so that's good. Uh, anything else we want to say about this? I mean, listen, I, I I've said this before. I like the idea of this early theme park entry. I wish it was more than a half hour. It'd be great if it was like an hour, but you know, I'll I'm, take it. I'm just glad that they have the uh, the evening um, hours. Honestly, I'm more interested in that. That like so so kind of uh, uh, on the flip side of this. You know, we were talking about you know rides you would rope drop. I feel it's the same thing on the other side, where you know towards the end of the day. Um, you know, having that extra hour or two at the end of the day, I think is even better than this. So, but you know, oh, I, sure. I would still take yeah, the 30 sure. minutes, right? Like, no, for sure. And I mean, I think the difference there too, is you're only talking deluxe resorts too. So it's an even smaller crowd, right? So it's, yeah, it's a much, it's a, the, all the lines should be much shorter there, but this isn't, I mean, it's not a terrible perk. I, I just like the idea of not having to track like, you know, what park, what day, you know, I, I like the idea of it being every day, every park. I just wish they could do it an hour instead of a half hour. That's all. Right. But- and I do feel like you're missing a lot on the magic kingdom list. At least I'm trying to think of what's even missing on the Epcot Hollywood studios and animal kingdom lists. Um, so yeah, Epcot's kind of an easy one because honestly, most of the, I mean, figments not on there, but it's, it's kind of like, yeah. um, like future world is everything's at the front of the park or from from the main entrance you know everything is kind of right there as far as those rides go because the backside is uh uh world showcase right so yeah so yeah all we're really missing at epcot is what living with the land figment and uh three caballeros right like that's yeah that's really all we're missing there oh and i guess rat i mean ratatouille as well well yeah so yeah yeah yeah, well that's yeah yeah, I guess it is changing a little bit, but yeah, it, it's still kind of easy. You know, they they can open up the the front of the park. Hollywood Studios is honestly not that big of a park, and you know, looking at it at this list, it's just you know, they're just opening Hollywood Studios. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, there's there's nothing missing there, right? I mean, other than the shows and well, rides, of course, but you know, that's well, yeah, well, yeah, to be that's, expected. Yeah, that's yeah, the resistance, right? Yeah, so. yeah, uh, and then Animal Kingdom. I mean, same thing. It's just Kilimanjaro, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's the whole park minus Kilimanjaro, which, again, I feel like there's some reasoning there, you know, that there's probably some consideration of, you know, animals and... The animals, yeah. And schedule and all that, you know, not, you know... 
I mean, I, I don't know if I would be keen on, you know, waking up a lion early in the morning. Like, I, we'd have to see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they sleep most of the day anyway, right? So. Yeah, but that means that they're usually up, you know, at night. And I, I wouldn't want a grumpy lion on on uh, Kilimanjaro. Yeah, I would agree with yeah. that. I would agree with that. So. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and do our second ad. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll talk about the rest of the stuff we have on here. Uh, so our, our second ad is for, for uh, Monero Financial. And we talked earlier about a DVC resale market. If you're looking to finance uh, your DVC purchase of a DVC resale contract, look no further than Monero Financial. Monero, a world of DVC company, is the industry leader for financing DVC resale contracts. Monero offers lending with no credit checks, often very low down payments, terms as long as 10 years, and no prepayment penalties. If you're thinking of purchasing a DVC contract, go and check out their quick online quote first. You might be surprised at just how affordable joining DVC can be. Go to monerofinancial.com or call 317-245-8800, and when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Okay. We got some other stuff to talk about here. Yeah. So where are we going next? Since we've kind of yeah, I know we are all over the place. The Patreon yeah. members are going to laugh at this show because like the, the outline know. that they can see is is a mess. So uh, let's let's do, go back to Fab Fifty real quick. Talk more Fab Fifty really really fast here. So we okay. got o- Olaf and Bruni one statue, uh, Pluto, BB Eight, and mm-hmm. Simba. I don't think there's any really out of place here, with the exception of Bruni. I feel like they just. Threw that one in there, like they could have just done Olaf by himself. Like I, I don't know. I, I feel like with with Frozen two, you know, they, they they've kind of tried to pair the two of them together, which is yeah. interesting because it's that fire and ice thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they I, were kind of friends in the movie ish, you know, like they were kind of cool together. In the movie. yeah. <laughs> so I I can see that that you know that's fine. That doesn't that's not completely outlandish. Pluto again, you know obvious that's an obvious yeah and the only one here that really kind of stands out to me is bb8 and not that you know i guess bb8 was definitely a big part of the last three star wars movies but bb it's a very popular character though right like it is but it is it uh i mean is it Fab Fifty worthy? I guess is my only well, question. Like there, there's a I, lot of stuff in this Fab Fifty that's not Fab Fifty worthy, yeah. right? So. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Th- that's kind of tr- falling into that area of you know, is it really like you know maybe maybe I just don't I didn't see the hype behind BB-8 myself or I didn't buy into it, so I don't see it that high up on the list. And you know, this is the problem, right? You know, we all have our own characters that we we attach to and just bb8 was not one of those characters like i thought he was cool but i wasn't like oh my god i you know i love bb8 so yeah no i get it i mean i i really enjoyed the meet and greet they had with bb8 like that was a very cool meet and greet because you know like he was moving Mm -hmm. around and everything and like beeping at you and all that fun stuff like that was a cool meet and greet and i i do think the character has i mean you don't feel like bb8's like I don't want to say as popular as like an R two D two, but like he's up. I mean, I feel like he's pretty popular. He's up there. Yeah, you know? like, like yeah. I said, I I guess that's the thing. You know, he is popular, but like R two is just not is, the thing for you. R two is R two, right? Yeah. R two is iconic, right? Like yeah, like sure. you know, you know, if you're talking like top fifty, you know, BB eight or R two, like just more people would just automatically say R two because he's been around way longer than BB eight, so. But I guess it just depends on what generation of Star Wars fan you go with, right? True. Like that, we have an R two statue, right? So, I, I think yeah. I think this is maybe appealing more towards the younger crowd. 
Yeah, you know, that's that's that, that's fair. I mean, yeah. I, I guess who did they who did they cut for? Or let's pretend that you know BB-8, BB-8 was at the okay. bottom of the list. You know, like the fiftieth. You know, I, I guess my only question would be, you know, who would there be another character that they could put before BB-8? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there is, right? Like, like you said, like this is one of those things. It's like the Oscars, right? There's always going to yeah. be snubs, like you know what I mean? Yeah, that's there's always going to be ones like, how did you not pick that one? Like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Like, yeah. So yeah, and and I, I look at this more of them trying to like go for the younger Star Wars fan because like maybe for someone that's younger, and I don't know how, like how your son feels about this, but I, I would think for the younger crowd, the BB-8 is their R2D2. You know what I mean? Like. That's because that's the they're they grew up with the new movies, right? Um, the old ones, I maybe, except you know, when my son had the choice to build a droid, he went for an R2 unit. Okay, that's fair then. So, yeah. I, I, I feel, yeah, there, you know, I, I think it's more down to personal choice and just people, you know, either sure. attaching more to you know, they like R2 versus BB 8. It's yeah, I mean, it's. It, I know it's just very much a personal thing at this point. I don't think it's a matter of yeah, age or anything. No, I, I would agree with that. I would agree. Uh, you know, but I, I just, I just wonder if that's what they're going for. I don't necessarily think that's. I'm just wondering if because I, I feel like they look at like the new trilogy as like for the new young Star people. Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like. Some people are like look at the new ones as like you know some of the older fans are like not you know not my Star Wars like that's I grew up with these these movies these three movies and these are my three movies you know what I mean like and and, and so I'm not gonna like the new ones no matter what you know and then kids grew up with the new three I don't know but yeah we don't have to talk about this anymore than l- we need l- let's to, get out I- of that <laughs> rabbit hole because that's gonna get us in trouble. Um. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, what, what else? You know, what else are we going to do? Getting, we always get ourselves in trouble. So, yeah. <laughs> at least and, we're not trying to say if it's ATAT or ADAT, right? <laughs> uh, you had to bring sure. that up. You remember again. that one? You remember that one? That was. Oh, I, how could I forget that one? <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago now, though, because yeah. that was when we were talking about uh, Rise of the Resistance being built, and now we're like way past that. So, right. Oh man, the things we remember about about our old episodes. Um, so, all right. So, uh, the most magical story on Earth: Fifty Years of Walt Disney World to air October first. I'm not surprised by this. I'm kind of surprised they took so long to announce it, but I'm not surprised they're doing something like this. It's it's. I kind of expected this. Yeah, I, I think I I can't think of a time where they haven't done a special of some sort you know yeah around anniversaries even christmas right and so so this one in particular um is going to be hosted by whoopi goldberg okay um which and you then know, the, yeah, it's fine. she's a disney legend yeah disney i mean yeah she's she's so. been around forever that's you know it's fine um, and by the way, I don't say Disney legend like, you know, it's my opinion. She's like, actually, they, they like, said that. Yeah, they've like, made her a Disney legend. Like, so that's that's an official yeah. designation within the company. <laughs> so if you're if you're unaware, and I don't know if everybody knows that that's a thing, but it is so. And then there's going to be musical performances from Christina Aguilera. And who's that? How I almost said Halle Berry. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, it, 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 I guess that's still Halle. Halle Bailey. Yeah. Yes. I have no idea who that is. Maybe I'm yeah, just I too need, old to know who that is. Let me but. let me do a quick Google search yeah. for this. Is that like a Disney Channel kid? Like <laughs> probably. Um, somebody out there is is yelling at their at their radio or their headphones and telling us how do you not know who this person is? 
Oh, okay. She's the one that's, uh, she's, is, oh, I think she works for Disney, right? Oh, she's doing the Little Mermaid. Yeah, I was gonna say, is this the new okay. Little Mermaid? Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. She's doing. She's doing the new Little Mermaid. Okay. Cool. That's right. who that is. Makes sense. Fine. <laughs> I didn't know that she like sang though. Like so. <laughs> oh, well, oh, let, let's cast the Little Mermaid and not have her sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just didn't. I mean, I didn't know. You know, how was I, how was I supposed to know? Um, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know that she had like. I mean, does she does she perform? I mean, does she have like albums and stuff like that, or can she just sing? Like, that's I guess what I was wondering. <laughs> right. I, I guess I I don't know enough about her. You know, you, you'd have to go look at her IMDb to yeah figure all that out. Yeah. But maybe but she's just going to sing one of the songs from the yeah. movie or something. Yeah. But but you know, obviously, you know, Christina Aguilera. You know, that's like you know she's iconic as well for um, yes. Uh, you know, Disney. Her what was it called? The Mickey Mouse Club. Back yeah, but she, she was a she was a masketeer, wasn't she? she yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know that that's that's a given. And um, is there anything else here? You know this this is the you know they're they're talking about you know there's going to be performances in front of the castle. This is your usual um, Disney, Disney special. celebration thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Orlando, so. the Orlando Philharmonic is going to be there throughout the special. You'll see exclusive interviews with iconic actors, actresses, athletes, and Walt Disney World cast members, Disney Imagineers, executives, past and present. Uh, I, I mean, I'm assuming Stamos is going to show up. I'm assuming Neil Patrick Harris is going to show up. Yeah, they're probably the Bob two of the more famous. Yeah, Iger's going to be there. Yeah, if they got if they got um um. Oh gosh, why am I blanking? If they got Eisner to be in there, that would be interesting, but I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that weirdly are awkward, like it's like the high school reunion kind of thing. Yeah. Like, hey, I remember you. I didn't. You know like what you. though? <laughs> if you watch the Imagineering story, though, like he he's in the Imagineering story, so they got him to, mm-hmm. to talk for that documentary. But I mean, he's he really hasn't participated in anything like this before. So I I don't I don't know. Maybe they get him. Who knows? But you know there are some people that view him as the the best Disney CEO because of you know the Disney decade and all the stuff he built. So I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's possible. Um, but you know, I, those are the people that I expect to see, and you know, I'm sure some of the more famous Imagineers will show up, and you know, that kind of thing. And I, I don't know about actresses and athletes. I mean, there there are a couple. There's a uh, NBA players I think that own. I'm trying to remember who it is. Oh my gosh! There's there's a couple NBA players. I think they're brothers. They they own uh, a, a house in Golden Oaks and are like crazy Disney World fans. Uh, so maybe they'll talk to them. Who knows? But uh, so that's there's that. And then uh, let's see what else we got here. Yeah. I, so there, um, one part that's standing out to me is uh, it says the special will also spotlight some of Walt Disney World's most memorable pop culture moments from many sitcoms that filmed episodes in the theme parks uh, to the conception of the ubiquitous "I'm going to Disney World" campaign. So. That's I, I like that like because you know for for me growing up you know you would watch certain shows and they would have you know like Full House had the Disney World episode and and you know there there was always that excitement around that right you know you know you'd be yeah. watching a TV show and it's like oh they're in Disney World that's so cool right so um, yeah I I would I I'm interested to see how they revisit some of that stuff. Also, uh, I'm an idiot, and uh, I just needed to scroll oh, yeah. further down, and it <laughs> yeah. lists all of the people that are going to be on here, yeah. <laughs> including John Eisner. Yeah, including Gary, Eisner. Uh, Gary Sinise. That's oh, that's a huge one actually. Gary Sinise with because uh, he uh, he brings a lot of kids to Disney World. Like, uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, his charity. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, they got Tom Can't Brady, uh, yeah. Phil Sims, Doug Williams, Kevin Fahey, Pete Doctor, James Cameron, Bob Weiss. Uh, yeah. So the, and I, I mean, I'm, su- I'm surprised, but not surprised they got Isaac. That's so funny. We were speculating yeah. on that, and we had a list of all <laughs> maybe, the people. Maybe we should. I, I mean, to be fair, for anyone that's looked at the uh, the rundown, you know, the, there's a lot of words in here, there is, and you know, we is. don't, we obviously don't, you know, we 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 try and read as far as we can into it as we're doing this, but. And even though I write it, sometimes I miss things. So, (laughs) but um, yeah. So it's also going to take it's it's going to take viewers through the humble beginnings of Swampland. So I'm sure we're going to see a lot of that stock footage you've seen before, and yeah, you know all that all that fun stuff. So yeah, so this should be interesting. Although I I noticed no Neil Patrick Harris on this list, which is interesting. Uh, But Hmm. you know, yeah, right? Isn't that weird? Yeah, I mean, because I feel like besides Stamos, he's like one of the more famous super disney fans you know right but i i mean i guess you know he may have a bit in here but you know it could have also been a scheduling thing too sure sure yeah yeah that's that's true don't know what he's uh so yeah it's worth noting that this is going to be on october 1st from 8 to 10 p.m on abc it'll also be on hulu and it will also be on disney plus uh disney plus so it looks like there's a bit of a delay later in the month so yep so from and that kind of makes sense is you know they want to try and promote it on abc versus people just watching it on disney plus but yep yeah ed hulu yeah yeah i really don't want to hear from tom brady i i don't care to hear from tom brady but well you wait for the disney plus version and you can just skip over it so. i can just skip right over tom brady yeah, yeah that's good exactly um <laughs> so okay cool so yeah i i mean i also I, i'm excited to watch this i love these kinds of things i mean like in my house we always watch the thanksgiving one they do we watch the christmas one we, you know we we like watching these specials they're they're always really well done and and this will be a cool one too just because it's about the 50th anniversary and has you know a lot of the history there and they'll be talking to cast members and and that kind of fun stuff so that'll be cool yep all right last thing we got the and crepery. i saved this for last yeah man this i'm just always going to call this the crepe place i'm not going to try to even look crepe crepery day day paris yeah i just really butchered that but i don't care it's going to be the crepe place forever la crepery <laughs> de paris there you go see you did it the right way the way it should be done although um, i'm sure anyone who actually speaks french probably knows that i'm I speak Canadian French, which is different than than France French. And I don't speak any France yeah. uh, France French. <laughs> <laughs> any French. You can, we, we have uh, no to learn France it in for school. Me. That, you no know, France. The, the, it, it is the it is a an official language in Canada, so we we do learn it up to a certain point. I'm not make no mistakes. I'm not fluent in it, but I can at least understand some of it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. So uh, we got a menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to eat this entire menu. Uh, this <laughs> ham, ham, egg, and cheese one just oh, yeah. looks so good. Like, yeah, yeah I, I want one of these right now. It's so there's a lot of things that there's going on here. So there's savory, there's sweet, uh, there's also there's vegetarian options. They have different ones. Oh, and I didn't know this by the way. So like this is this is like a quick service. There's like space to sit inside, but they're also going to have a crepe window that you can go to, which is also great so like, yeah, i've always just that, wanted a crepe window in my life <laughs> that's you know you know that's perfect because it's you know as you're walking by the pavilion going somewhere else you know you can this to me is the same way that like i will i will hit up uh, uh aloha isle in adventureland yeah. as i'm going yeah. somewhere else it's like hey i need a dough up even though i'm going somewhere else i'm gonna stop here and grab a dough whip on my way to somewhere else if i can hit up 
you know, grab a crepe on my way to wherever, you know, you know, going from one side of the, the world pavilion to the other. Um, yeah, that's not yeah. a bad thing. I also want to mention too, and this is, I, I mentioned this to my wife, if I ever were to try to drink around the world again, which I probably will not. <laughs> uh, but if I ever were to, this is great because they're adding, uh, so this, this area is going to have hard ciders. So that's going to be a new option too. I'm a big hard cider fan. So I, I, this, um, it's, I think a cool addition to here to, to this area. So, uh, you know, I feel like the options in France before, if you were drinking around the world, were just basically like champagne and wine and neither of, uh, of those are, are my favorites. So I'm all in for having, uh, having hard cider as an option here. So, oh, um, one thing I just noticed, you should probably point this out is the, the walk up crepe window does not Different. offer. Yeah. It's, it's a limited menu. Yes. versus what's available if you go and sit down at uh at the restaurant so yeah let's can we talk about these different what's on this menu i feel like we yeah to, right yeah, yeah for sure all right so we got the ham egg i'm not even gonna try to pronounce the names of these things we're Classique, just gonna say what's in them poulet yeah. chevert okay i'm gonna stop now <laughs> <laughs> so so there's a ham egg and swiss cheese that's what you were talking about these are savory yeah. ones by the way savory yeah then there's chicken uh bechamel so- cheese sauce and mushrooms my wife would be into that i, I don't like mushrooms but I-, I think my wife would dig that one uh then there's the goat cheese spinach and walnuts mm-hmm. not not my jam either but the smoked salmon creme fraiche and chives and lemon chives that and lemon. sounds really good to me yeah, I'm not I know you guys don't like fish, but that's yeah. yeah, that's good. I want I should correct what I said before. I said I want to eat all these. I want to eat all the sweet ones. <laughs> but the savory ones, there's a couple in there that I would eat. I, uh like I would do this uh you know the ratatouille one, tomato, zucchini, eggplant, but then there's a raclette cheese, onions and ham. That sounds amazing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But the sweet crepes, we got hazelnut chocolate spread, aka uh Nutella. <laughs> yeah, and whipped cream. I mean that that's With, easy. That is easy. that is that is the low bar of entry for it's a crepe one hundred and one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And by the way, someone's going to point out that we're saying crepe wrong, and that's fine. It's what's a crepe is, crepe, sp- is yeah. the way you're supposed to say it. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Um, I prefer saying crepe. Uh, then you have banana and uh, caramel salé. Would you? Say, is that how you say that? Caramel bear salé. I don't know what that is though. Is that just like a caramel sauce? It's a yeah, uh, caramel butter sauce. All right, that sounds delicious. Yeah. Give me caramel butter sauce any day. Then we got a peach red berry sauce and almonds. That's that one's mm-hmm. different, but I'm I'm not against that fruit, one. Fruit I'm ones are it. good, yeah. Yeah. Pear chocolate ganache whipped cream. Again, yeah. sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh and then the last one, caramelized apples car- and then the caramel the caramel sauce. butter sauce, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. By the way, you can also top these with uh homemade ice cream too. House made ice cream. So that actually mentions that in here too. Uh, it doesn't mention it on the menu, but in one of the paragraphs we have up here, you can even top these with decadent delights with house made ice cream, which for me, if you're going to get the caramelized apple one, that one just screams, put ice cream on me. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. I, so I'm going to ruin your day by saying that smoked salmon one with ice cream on it. Hmm. Oh, 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 why would you? No, I'm assuming only for the sweet crisp. Yes. Right. Like, (laughs) but, but what, there's nothing stopping you. You know, you can, you can be chaotic if you, you know, you want your chicken with ice cream. (laughs) That's, that's, that is a true statement. (laughs) If you, I guess, (laughs) I feel like they should just refuse. They should just get out of here. Get out of the park right now. (laughs) What are you doing? No. (laughs) Yeah. Stop that. 
Um, it is worth noting, though, the window does have different options, though, too. So they have a butter and sugar crepe there. Mm-hmm. Which they do not have on the inside menu. A red berry crepe, a chocolate or vanilla ice cream crepe, and hazelnut and chocolate spread crepe, which is on the other menu. Um, and they oh, do have a couple savory ones, too. Yeah, uh, cream of brie, uh, cheese, uh, the ratatouille again, and then bechamel, uh, cheese, and ham. So, yeah, the, a little bit different than the... Uh, yeah. I would still want that uh, ham, egg, and Swiss cheese one over, you know. Yeah, that ham, egg, and cheese. That's, I mean, I'm assuming this is going to be open. Did they say in here that it's going to be open for breakfast? Yeah, it does. So, like, that's a great breakfast option. If totally. Especially especially if you're coming from the, uh, the um, oh, gosh, what what is that? Why am I blanking on the name of that entrance where you're coming uh, come from Boardwalk? Um, International. International Gateway, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you're coming from there, you're coming in right at France. So, like, you just go right there and go right to France and get yourself a breakfast. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah, you know, you're yeah. staying at uh, Boardwalk. You just you you walk in and get your your breakfast in Epcot. Oh, such a great idea. Mm-hmm. That's I, this is great. I, I'm so glad. I, I know they had the the cart before, which, by the way, not cart, but they had like a little stand uh, that is gone. They actually have removed that already. Yeah, because they've uh, got preparation. a they've got a window now at a, at a full on restaurant. <laughs> so, um, and the pictures of these look amazing. Now, these look a little bit different than crepes I've seen in the past. Like they they look like they're kind of uh, like crispier. Like I I think I'm I guess I'm used to like softer ones, and maybe that's not like legit ones that I've had. But so I I guess the thing to keep in mind is that they look crispy, but it, so that's you know they usually cook the the crepe until it's you know it's very brown on the bottom. So it's it's not like I wouldn't expect these to be like, like fried crispy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's that they're folded. You know, the, the bottom is brown, but then it's folded in on itself, right? So yeah, and they mentioned here too that uh, they're cooked at a high temperature, allowing them to become crispy and crunchy, crunchy surrounding ra- arrays of fillings. Okay. Um, so I still yeah, would, I don't know. I, I wouldn't expect it to be like a, like a tortilla chip kind of. Crunch. No, no, like, no, no. It'll still no, be no. you know because a crepe is le- kind of like. Um, like a pancake right you know it's 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 soft in the center it should be you know a little bit soft not just yeah yeah yeah. well they also mentioned here by the way i said nutella but they're saying that their hazelnut chocolate spread is house made so that's cool well okay i mean (laughs) that's yeah it seems like everything it's it's still nutella i mean you know you know you can make your own nutella if you're really ambitious yeah yeah absolutely oh and and i'm also just noticing this too i i don't know how i uh Miss this, but the restaurant's going to offer a prefix menu that includes choice of super salad, one savory galette, galette, I guess that's how you say that, right? One des- and one dessert crepe and a heart, a glass of hard cider, soda, or juice. So it's a, it's a prefix menu. Like a combo the- or you pick, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's actually like a lot of food though. It feels like, you know, you get a soup, you get one savory, you get one sweet, you get a, har- a hard cider, a soda, or a juice. We don't know what the pricing is going to be on that, but still. I mean that's that's a lot of items for you know a prefix menu like that. <laughs> I, the, the, sorry, that galette's bothering me. I need to know how to say you it need properly. To, you need to know. You need to know what that means. No, just the pronunciation. Galette. Oh, you want to know what the correct pronunciation is? Yeah. I mean, should it be like? Uh, I don't know. What's the what's the right way to say it? Maybe I'm saying it it's right. Not, okay. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm finally saying something correctly. YouTube's not telling me. Hmm. YouTube's not telling you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Never mind. Let me see. It's it's bothering you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. 
I'll look it up later. And oh, I'm it's sure. Galette. It's Galette. Yeah. I, I, I figured, yeah, we, we probably had the wrong emphasis on some of the vowels. Wrong syllable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah. No, it's Galette. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But, which I, I guess that's a which little bit Which I guess is like a gallery, like a... So it's like a selection of, of things, right? So Is that what it is? Is that what it means? That's... That's where my head is going with it. Uh, again, you know, just knowing French stuff or French words, like that, they're they're usually kind of close to, or at least for me, like I well, can kind of line them up from like spelling and stuff to what they most likely mean in English. According to Wikipedia, it means flat cake. Oh, it's a so, French oh, term. So they're actually used, referring to, yeah, to the. To the to the what you're going to get. So I it's yeah it's a term used in French cuisine to designate various types of flat, round, or freeform crusty cakes. Oh, so so that's a larger description of like not yeah. just crepes but cakes in general. Interesting. In in French Canada, the term galette is usually applied to pastries best described as large cookies. <laughs> so th- so that's, that's what we got from wikipedia here <laughs> yeah but that, that's where that could get confusing i guess for some you know yeah you know somebody thinking that they're ordering cookies and they get a savory crepe right <laughs> <laughs> i guess it could yeah but yeah. but i mean listen i'm pretty psyched about this place i i'm definitely gonna go here uh once it's open and, and i'm there so and you know I, I i do plan on going in november i don't have a room as of yet but i'm still i'm trying so and i might might end up having to st- to pay cash just because there's no dvc rooms available but mm. we are going that time and um you know i during that time i do plan on checking this out since it will be open so good well you know you'll have to like you know, either do like a Facebook live stream or something to that effect if you're going to eat here. Because oh, for sure, I, I think the viewers would appreciate you know your your first take on it. Yeah, no, for sure, and <laughs> and I'll definitely uh, <laughs> I'll definitely have to do that. But uh, and, and if any listeners, I'm sure we have some listeners going for the 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 first going for the anniversary. Uh, and if you do and and do happen to make your way over there, you know, share some share some reviews with us. We'd love to hear about it. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, you know, tell us uh, of the savory ones, you know, I, I would like to know which ones, you know, that uh, of these ones that we listed off, you know, we obviously kind of built our own impressions of them, but there may be a sleeper hit in here that we're not realizing. So yeah, for know. this, for, for this prefix menu, I'm definitely going like, if I have to make my choice, I'm going with the ham, egg and Swiss as my savory and my sweet, I'm going hazelnut chocolate spread and whipped cream or the caramelized apples and the caramel. I I would have a hard time picking between those. Actually, and the banana one, too. That's tough. See, I, I, want, I would do the apple, and it would be a toss-up between the ham and the smoked salmon for me. The smoked salmon. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I'd have a tough time. I, I'm not sure what I would choose. So, all right. Yeah. Well, let's let's wrap this thing up, man. I think we covered all yeah, our topics today. This is great. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was good. So, uh, okay. Uh, all right, let's start at the top. As usual, if you guys want to reach out to us, make sure you uh, drop us an email at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We, uh, um, you know, we, we still get lots of great emails from you guys. We, we love hearing from you. And, you know, don't be afraid to drop us questions or even just share your own experiences or, or you know, chat with us. It's, uh, it's all good. There's so many ways to get us now. It's like Discord, yeah. Facebook, email, like right. Yeah, which which you know, yeah. Uh, so that was going to be the next thing. You know, if you if you want to, you know, hit us up on Facebook, you can find us there as Welcome Home Podcast. 
Um, and we also have the, uh, the welcome home Disney waitlist, which is our, our group for, you know, lots of good chat and, and meeting other fans of the show and just fans of Disney in general. So make sure you guys check that out if you're not in there already. And, um, yeah, outside of that, you know, there's YouTube and Instagram, which is welcome home podcast and welcome home picks. Um, as we just mentioned, you know, if we end up doing, uh, any kind of live stream, you'll be able to find that kind of stuff on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe there. Or if Tom's in the park posting stuff, you'll, uh, you can find that on Instagram. So, you know, why would you not subscribe to those places so you can catch that stuff as it happens? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, as usual, if you guys want some merchandise, you can always go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com. Obviously, as Tom mentioned at the top of the show, um, we are moving over to Teespring. It's just, uh, obviously it, it, it takes a bit to, to move stores like that, but, um, you know, for now you can grab, um, t-shirts and mugs and stuff. And as we get over to Teespring, we're hoping we can offer you guys more stuff that, uh, you know, you can get some, some cool welcome home podcast merchandise. I'm pretty psyched for a pint class. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it's pretty I, cool that they I, have I, I would probably just put it with the rest of my glass tumblers, but yeah, you know. Oh, Trevor, you know what they have on Teespring that they didn't have on uh, on TeePublic? Uh, fanny packs, which are making a comeback. So <laughs> Fanny packs. <laughs> they do. They yeah. have fanny packs, and we're going to have welcome home fanny packs. And I already I, I already got them set up, and they have fanny... Because fanny packs are coming back. Those are a thing. My sister... When she goes to Disney now, she wears a fanny pack. Like, it's a thing. And you, know, you my, see people wear them in the parks, too. So My wife has actually always preferred a fanny pack because she, nice. she usually, like, she carries a purse at home. But she's always said, you know, when she's in the park, she doesn't want to be dealing with that. And a fanny pack, you know, she can keep all the stuff that she needs and, you know, her wallet and everything. But then it's not, you know, she's not losing it or, you know, having to worry about carrying an extra bag, right? So... There's definitely yeah. there's definitely a picture of me in Epcot wearing a fanny pack in the 90s. I can promise you that. It exists somewhere. Me as a child wearing a fanny pack in the I don't know if I could wear a fanny pack again. I'm, I I like my uh my um cross shoulder or cross body um pack that I like my day pack. So I don't know if I could go back to just a fanny pack. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I get it. But we're going to have fanny packs. So if you want a branded fanny yeah. pack. Yeah. If, it, yeah, if anyone wants to, to support the fanny pack, make sure you, you keep an eye out for that. That'll be coming. <laughs> That'll be coming. Yeah. yeah. Coming soon. <laughs> yeah. It's exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah. So exciting. Yeah. So. And and uh, as so, you know, we, we need to mention this as well as we also have a Patreon now. So make sure if you guys want to just support the podcast and, you know, maybe get a little bit of extra exclusive merchandise to Patreon, go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod. Um, that also gets you access to our discord server, um, at any level of support to the Patreon. So if you like discord or you, you know, you want to get in on that, make sure you guys, uh, um, check out Patreon. Discord and, has been really fun too. Cause we're really casual in there. And like, if you really like want to yeah. get to know us, like we're, we're just kind of, chatting it up on there you know yeah so yeah that's that's a good place to to just chat and and i'll put this out there as well as you know i'm i'm trying to uh i i've done this once so far um i've announced it ahead of time that i was just going to get on the voice channel but um there so so discord you have the ability to to just get into a voice channel and talk with other people i'm planning to do that more often so you know at various times throughout the week i may just hop into the voice channel if so if you guys actually want to you know, talk with myself and maybe Tom, 
Um, been, yeah. Yeah. You know, you I like know. the pre-show before we record too. It's fun too. So that's, yeah. So yeah, you've been opening it up right before we record and, you know, talking a little bit on there, but no one has joined us yet. But I mean, we still have a small population of discord. people. Exactly. So yeah, you know, as it gets bigger, you know, if you guys want to chat with us, that's a good place to, uh, to, you know, you know, just come and have casual conversation. Yeah. And, and last but not least, and, and you know, uh, um, you know, as, uh, as was mentioned earlier on the show about reviews, you know, um, you know, please do leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, apparently, um, you know, we, we've, I, I thought the Google had the ability to review Definitely. podcasts, but I guess not, or I guess not every, unfortunately not. Is. Yeah. So yeah, so nobody su- else does actually. Yeah. It kind of stinks. It's all Apple. So. Yeah. That that's super annoying, but you know, yeah, if you, if you guys can, you know, we definitely appreciate if you can leave us a review because it does help more people find the podcast. Um, and you know, we love hearing your guys' feedback, so make sure you yeah. guys, if you can, you know, you don't have to go and sign up for iTunes, but you know, if, if you do happen to have an account, you know, we do appreciate, uh, uh, reviews from you. We do. Yeah. And, uh, of course, don't forget to subscribe to welcome home podcast. So you can be reminded every time we release a new episode, you can find our podcast on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Amazon music, tune in and Stitcher. What with <laughs> what in the- That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Wait, David's been here the whole time? I think he just came back. Absolutely not. Yeah. Just I just came, came back, back to, to do something. That's and amazing. I was like, these guys are still talking? Oh my We're goodness. I'm up. glad I got off. We're finishing up right now. <laughs> that was the I hope everyone stays till the end of the episode just for that. That week. was perfect. <laughs> I feel like I need to. We need to tease this on the group uh, to stay till the end. Anyway, I think we should just clip that. Like, yeah. <laughs> just clip that out. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app you can find us. Just search for "Welcome Home" and uh, look for the one that's Disney and DVC. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners: "Welcome Home" podcast is for entertainment only. We're not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a Disney representative or dvc cast member for more information about anything we talked about today uh speaking of that by the way really quickly uh my one of my good friends was a dvc cast member that was uh, laid off during the layoffs they just got back to back to their job at dvc i was very happy to hear that they're also my guide too so it's really nice to see some of the cast members uh coming back which is is really great so anyway uh Big thank you to uh, sponsors DVC Resale Market and Monero for sponsoring this episode. Uh, please check them out if you're looking to buy a resale contract or looking to finance that resale contract. Uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no